0: You're listening to a podcast series celebrating the 25th anniversary of GINA, the global initiative for asthma. We're in London to interview world-renowned asthma specialists, healthcare professionals, and patients, focusing on the issues, objectives, and achievements of GINA, and to look ahead to the future developments that the next 25 years will bring. In this podcast, we're going to illustrate the importance of working with patients and representing their views at the health policy and guidelines level and talk to someone who's been instrumental in bringing together patients and healthcare professionals. He's a patient partner in the NHS and a healthcare consultant. It's Keith Allen, who's been a partner of GINA for the last 25 years. Thanks for joining us today, Keith.
1: Thank you very much. Great to be here.
0: Can you describe
1: your role In GINA, yeah, I've I've been a what's called a partner with GINA uh, ever since it started. Uh, At that time, I was working in medical affairs uh, area of the pharmaceutical industry, and we identified then that that asthma in particular was a condition that was poorly understood and and poorly managed, and there was a, a great job to be done in educating healthcare professionals and patients in the better management of their condition. The idea came up. We identified that there was a meeting taking place, actually, in Toronto, uh, which we were invited to attend. And I was a representative of my company to, to go there. Ever since then, I've been able to experience the evolution and improvement in information available to asthma patients and improvement in the quality of treatment. The secondary benefit to me working in the industry in medical affairs was that it improves the level of contacts I had within the academic and healthcare area, which also allowed me to bring people together. And to me, bringing all the relevant groups together, specialists, primary care physicians, nurses, physiotherapists, and patients, is the way forward in better managing asthma.
0: So you're saying it's all about partnerships, isn't it? Exchanging information, sharing knowledge, and coming together.
1: I think it is. There's an important educational role for GINA to play in disseminating the most important recent evidence in managing asthma. That's the scientific and clinical side. But equally, there's an important role in disseminating that information through the network of healthcare professionals right the way down to patients, so that patients with asthma, all forms of asthma, in all countries of the world, better understand their condition, and therefore better manage their condition. I believe that unless we get to that point where patients are optimally managed and treated, asthma will still be undermanaged, and people will continue to be suffering from asthma unnecessarily. We'll come to more later regarding the future, but I wanna go
0: back a bit because I said in the introduction you've been involved with GINA for 25 years and we are commemorating 25 years with this podcast series. You must have seen some incredible developments over the last quarter of a century.
1: Yes, developments in the two areas, developments in the science, the clinical data, the the evidence, but also in the skills of communication and dissemination of the information itself. To me, there's still a job to be done, but I think the benefit of all of the work that GINA has been done is now being seen at the patient level. Even though the patients may not be aware of GINA as a body, every patient with asthma in most countries of the world will be under the guidance of a body which has reflected the guidance from GINA. And that's the important role that GINA plays. GINA, if you like, acts as a, a, a central strategy organization which is helping direct and implement GINA asthma strategies in countries around the world. And we were
0: talking off air before we started this interview about how eminently treatable asthma is and how important education is. Gina is obviously at the forefront of that, but that can't be stressed enough. There are probably millions of sufferers around the
1: world who aren't yet getting the information that could change their lives. What inspired me at the beginning, more than 25 years ago, and keeps me motivated to be working in this area, is the fact that asthma in its worst state can be a life-threatening disease and can lead to a fatality. However, asthma is controllable and asthma is reversible and asthma is manageable. And GINA has, as its objective, disseminating important information about managing asthma optimally so that we prevent the worst scenarios. So in some of the more developed countries, the asthma message is getting through and patients benefiting. However, as you point out, in probably the more underdeveloped or developing countries we have a huge job to do in ensuring that the message not only gets to healthcare professionals but goes further and gets to patients can you give us some examples
0: of how gina has helped in terms of patient education and self-management
1: plans the most important way i think that i've seen gina as a body and i stress A patient probably anywhere in the world would not be aware of the body, GINA. What they would be aware of is the improved guidance they're receiving from their healthcare professional, which has been passed to them through the body of GINA. Every country in the world has some form of guideline or formulary for the management of asthma, and they will be benefiting from that guidance that's been passed through. To pinpoint it, that I think the most important way that a patient will have benefited from Gina is actually by understanding better their condition and understanding better what each one of their medications does and when to use them. Believe it or not, they're very fundamental questions. What is asthma? What are the medications I'm using? And how and when do I use them? But actually, most asthma patients are probably not very good at answering those questions, but that's getting better.
0: Somebody who's as close to Gina as you What do you think that people listening to these podcasts, these recordings can learn from this series, which is
1: gonna be so important for industry professionals and patients? I think that the fact that asthma is a very common global disorder affecting over 200 million people around the world, that asthma is controllable and is manageable given the correct diagnosis, correct treatment, and good adherence from the patient. Keith,
0: you've seen a lot of progress over the last 25 years, but what are you looking forward to for
1: the future? A huge amount of progress has been made, as you correctly point out, but but, but three areas where we should continue to work very hard to improve the global, and I stress global situation in terms of management of asthma. Number one, we need to continue to analyze and publish the best available data and clinical data on the management of asthma. So the best scientific data must be available quickly and and be available. The second point is that we must be smart at taking that information and communicating it in a language that people understand, no matter whether they're healthcare professionals, patients, whatever the language or culture. And the third and most important way is that we should measure the impact that that's having on the management of asthma. Is it improving asthma? How can we get better at improving the management of asthma? Is it about the science, number one? Is it about the communication? Or is there something that we're missing? We must be measuring the way that we are actually influencing the management of asthma. And you come from
0: both Mm -hmm. ends, don't you? You're not only working for the NHS, you're a healthcare
1: consultant as well, and you continue to work with patients right across the board. Yeah, I mean, I started my career working in medical affairs in the pharmaceutical industry where the patient, if you like, is is part of your business plan. A patient is involved in in research and the patient is involved in using your medications. What I'm doing now is, is almost flip the coin completely. I'm working now within the health service, identifying the issues and needs of patients in care with asthma and other chronic conditions. So my role at the moment is to represent the perspective and the voice of patients on all of the hospital boards and policy committees that will affect the way that their treatment is administered or that the management is administered. It's a fascinating role. And I congratulate actually the NHS for identifying that any decision that's made within the health service must be made with a consideration of the view of the patient. I think that's fantastic. So you've helped forge lots of productive
0: relationships between patient advocacy groups, healthcare professionals, researchers, policymakers, of course, Gina, and this is really reflected now in the delivery of healthcare, isn't it?
1: With that network working strongly, we will improve further the way that asthma patients are are managed, but we must have this interconnection of the important groups involved in delivering care. The experts in in, in managing asthma, the healthcare professionals responsible for delivering it, the communicators responsible for communicating it to patients, the patient advocacy groups themselves to speak up in terms of what they want, and of course the patients who are the ultimate benefactors of the treatment. If we can keep that network alive and buzzing, then the future is optimistic for patients with asthma. And what can GINA do in the next 25 years? GINA has the ultimate role of not only defining what is good management and what is the state of art of managing asthma optimally, but also is in the best position to communicate that information in the most effective way and in a language that patients understand and can act upon. GINA is the ultimate way that it will be achieved.
0: That sounds like a very big ask for GINA to take that level
1: of responsibility. Yeah, you could say that, and that's true, but we are called the global initiative. So it is an initiative that will help improve the management of asthma around the world. But the important message is that GINA alone cannot improve the way patients are managed. GINA, in collaboration, in partnership with all the other professional academic groups involved in managing patients with asthma, if that network is managed correctly and there's communication between everybody, that will lead to better management of asthma. GINA must be working in collaboration with regulatory authorities, payer authorities, academic authorities, patient groups, nursing groups, physiotherapy groups, hospital trusts, and ultimately patient advocacy groups. That is the big ask. That is the big ask. Gina itself is capable of doing the job that Gina set out to do. But to be even more successful, we need to ensure that we keep up these links of communication. And you can't stress enough,
0: finally, Keith, on the importance of working with patients and representing their views at the health policy and guidelines
1: level. That is my mission at the moment, and it has been for the last 20 years, to ensure from the industry point of view that we develop drugs that targeted disorders that are important and look to outcomes that are important to the patient. What I'm doing now is ensuring that in the delivery of care, that we are doing it in a way that suits the patient, that allows the patient to improve, that allows the patient to understand the condition better, and allows the patient to receive the optimal treatment. So, I strongly believe that the patient must be at the centre of any healthcare policy and any healthcare system. Sounds like a very easy thing to say, it's the most difficult thing in the world to do, and so we have a long way to go to, to get that going. The organization I used to help in the past was an international organization for the management of patients. And their motto was, nothing about us without us. In other words, don't do anything about patients or about the way that we get treated without making sure that we are involved. And I think that is a very, very um, telling um, motto. Good note to leave on. Thank you, Keith Allen, for joining us today. Thank you very much indeed. It's been really interesting, thank you.
0: The GINA website has a suite of up-to-date, evidence-based documents, booklets, videos, an implementation toolkit, and other useful information. If you're a healthcare professional interested in GINA resources for your hospital or healthcare system, or if you have ideas for new resources, please email us via our website, ginaasthma.org. Thank you for listening and for sharing in our mission
1: to reduce the global burden of asthma.